I, I do just want to clarify ahead of time. You know we're talking about 2011's Trespass, not 1992's Trespass, because we only do bad to questionable movies. Son of a bitch! I know, right? <laughs> Damn it! I knew this would happen. I was wondering why Ice-T and Ice Cube were in the movie at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Too much ice ice, baby! <laughs> no, no vanilla ice. It's a shame. Although... It can still happen. All right. We're good. Um, Steve, we got an idea. The movie's called Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the lime? I know. <laughs> uh, it's called Shaved Ice. <laughs> oh, Hawaiian they're, ice. They're all skinheads. The rock Wait, is the lead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So, so, Michael, have you seen Hobbs and Shaw yet? I have not seen that yet. Oh, uh, we watched it yesterday. You were missing out on the romance movie of the year. <laughs> oh my god. Their love is so strong. Some some say The Notebook. Some say Pretty <laughs> no, Woman. Some say Dirty Dancing. It's no. Love of the Rock and Statham. Hobbs and Shaw. They, oh, the flirting. I couldn't handle it. Not a dry panty in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it tops Tango and Cash? <laughs> Ooh. Mm. does it babe you know what i would say the flirting definitely like tops it they flirt way more than uh than tango and cash do everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy with a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies it's time to get busy with your friend steve and Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Steve, I love this movie. The part where Ice T and Ice Cube were both on screen at the same time. Ooh. Uh, babe, this isn't that trespass. Uh, well, you know, I was really surprised that you consider this a bad movie. Like, I really thought that Trespass was a great oh, movie. Oh, it's classic. Trespass 1992. It's a classic. Yeah, I mean, Bill yeah. Paxton, oh, I agree. Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. Uh, but we're talking about the other one. The, uh, what the, other one? The 2011 one. Wait, what? Uh, you know, the one with Nicolas Cage in it, since this is Nick August Cage. Oh! I'm sorry. Academy Award winner, Nicolas Cage. An Academy Award winner, Nicole Kidman. Who's she, Steve? Ex <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mrs. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the, the pictures of her when she divorced Tom Cruise and walked out of the courthouse. <laughs> That's how I want to live every day. Yeah. Anyway, we're not alone. We are not alone for this movie. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully he watched the correct one too. Uh, we have the incredible Michael Bagford joining us. Welcome, Michael. Hey, how's it going? Now, Michael, 
I've seen your Twitter handle where you're a podcast uh, aficionado and connoisseur of sorts, um, as well as rock music. Uh, do you care to elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, basically, um, I follow a lot of podcasts on Twitter. Um, I follow you guys, of course. Um, I follow oh, Home Video Hustle, uh, The Sodded Geek, Superiority Complex, um, Rock Solid. I've kind of been on a lot of podcasts just kind of asking questions. Sometimes I'm actually calling in like I do now, or sometimes I'll, you know, ask a question or give like a, a duel like Godzilla versus James Bond. I usually give that to Home Video Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Excellent. Yes, he is a super fan of ours. You you may know him from many of our mini episodes. He always has a great question or two for oh, us. Yeah. But yeah, welcome. Welcome to your first time on our podcast. And Woo. man, you picked a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was was this your first time watching Trespass? Uh, yes, it was. And it might be the last time I watched Trespass. <laughs> Save it for the end. We got to know. <laughs> no, yeah, this one, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into it. But uh, I'm a little parched, babe. Uh, oh, are you now? Yeah. Well, we have, in honor of our special guest, the Moab Especial from Moab Brewing, a golden wheat ale from Moab Brewing in Moab, Utah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Arches National Park for those who don't know where Moab is. Yeah. We got a nice tall boy can here. I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. And the pour. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, pretty. Let's see, there's well the head's dying down. This is a this classic American filtered wheat ale is golden in color, delicately hopped with refreshingly dry ta- uh finish. The perfect easy drinking beer for all occasions. Four percent alcohol by volume. Uh four percent. Thanks, Utah. <laughs> so this is a lightly cloudy beer, probably from all the wheat. So it's probably got some protein haze. It's got a nice white foamy head, beautiful golden straw color. Ooh. Yeah, it smells really nice and malt forward. Yeah, very malt forward. Um a little bit of hops, a little bit of like citrus and mm. know, a little bit of green apple there on the back end too. Yeah, a little bit, just a hint of pininess. Yeah, really yeah. nice, easy. This is an all day drinking beer delightful absolutely for biking through uh arches national park or any of the other bitey five steve didn't you almost die in arches once maybe <laughs> i was a youngin how many miles did you guys bike like 20 oh 20 25 something like that <laughs> you uh are you drinking anything there michael um right now i'm drinking a pib but i'm gonna move on to something classy which is a Paps Blue Ribbon Hard Paps Coffee. Paps Blue Ribbon! Oh, why are we not doing Blue Velvet? Because <laughs> <laughs> we only do bad movies. Okay. <laughs> Lynchtober! Yes, yeah, so we're saving it for David Lynch month. <laughs> uh, but speaking of which, 2011's Trespass. Fr- from director Joel Schumacher. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> uh, the man that lives in infamy. Uh, well... He's had a pretty up-and-down career, let's be honest. No, um, he's only made podcast gold. Shut up, Steve. Well, he did do uh, The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Yeah. Classic. DC Cab, you may know as the movie with uh, Mr. T. Yeah. That, that isn't Rocky Three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, you might know that song. Yeah. I've never seen the movie, but love that song. Uh, the Lost Boys. <gasps> I believe Pure that's... Pure gold. So, so amazing movies. He's only does the most amazing movies. I believe that's a Peter Pan spinoff. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what happens when the Lost Boys come back to live with Wendy? <laughs> All right. And I'm going to run through a couple here. Uh, Flatliners, Falling Down, Batman Forever, A Time to Kill, Batman and Robin, 8mm, Bad Company, Phone Booth, Phantom of the Opera, Number 23, this <laughs> and then i don't think he's made a motion picture since but he did do a couple episodes of house of cards yeah this is one of the newest movies we've done on this podcast in a while oh yeah 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 well less than 10 years old yeah. but the really interesting part this movie is written by carl gajdujic who's he steve well he did a couple of episodes of uh, that tv series dead like me you might remember that oh, okay then he did this 
uh, 12 episodes of Last Resort. Do you remember that show? I don't. I think it somehow no. ran for three seasons, and it was like a submarine that was like disconnected from the rest of the world during like an apocalypse or something. Oh, I thought it was about like a Palm Springs like hotel. No, uh, <laughs> not that one. Uh, but he also did Oblivion, November Man, and the the King's Man, the Kingsman 3 movie that's coming out. Ooh. So, yeah, he's got some good work going for him. <laughs> uh, but, of course, we're not here for them. We're here for Nicolas Cage as Kyle Ooh. Miller. Nicole Kidman as his wife, Sarah. Ben Mendelsohn as Elias. Ooh. And a whole bunch of other people. Um, <laughs> well, actually, no, like three other people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's only like seven people in this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's like the daughter, uh, three other robbers. Yeah, we'll get into it. Starting off. Oh, oh, this movie. <laughs> All right. So, so the movie starts off, and we basically just get a lot of Nicolas Cage on the phone. Mm-hmm. Basically, we find out he's kind of running into like real estate and some sort of like trouble with debt, and he's a diamond um, middleman peddler. I don't know what mm-hmm. do you, what do you call them. He's a fence. Diamond diamond <laughs> distributor. Yes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> And then we see the wife at home in their their fucking palatial estate out in the middle of nowhere, it seems. Absolutely beautiful. Like, no no neighbors. Everything's, I don't know, a 30-minute drive from anything else. (laughs) (laughs) The daughter wants to go to a party that night. Oh, they want to go to a party. Uh, Who's going to be there? Oh, I mean, like, this guy, Matt. You haven't met him. And, like, you know my friend who gets really high all the time? Like, Tiffany? Uh, Kendra? Yeah, Kendra. That's her name. Ugh. Yeah. I don't think you should go. You're the worst. Dad, mom's being obstinate. She sure is. All right, so anyway, about those diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's right. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> we skip forward, I don't know, 20 minutes in the movie or whatever, and the daughter, like, sneaks out to go to the party. And was it just me, or was, like, the code to shut down the system just the number nine and then enter? Yes. Okay. Yep. I, I thought I'd like miss something, but nope. She just hits nine and walks out. <laughs> uh, why have the security system if you're not going to use it? Am I right? No. But uh, then we get we get some uh, hints at relationship troubles between <laughs> uh, Kyle and Sarah, the parents. Oh, you're always ignoring me. But uh, luckily, all that bullshit's uh, <laughs> put on hold while uh, cops are at the gate. And dun, dun, dun. oh. Hello. Uh, yeah, we just need to uh, talk to you about some uh, break-ins in the area. We're just going door to door. My response to that is, go fuck yourself and anyone you want. Yeah, like, when, when you call the police just beforehand, if somebody's oh. going around and they're not showing their face on the security camera, wouldn't that be, like, an immediate red flag? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't care. If cops are going door to door for anything, I'm suspicious. Absolutely. Yeah. Goddamn crooks. No, <laughs> see, see, weren't you raised by cops? I was raised by cops. <laughs> Would you let them in your house if they just knocked on the door and said, we're going door to door? So if I didn't see working? their face and what was in their pockets. <laughs> Steve gives them a thorough pat down, checks every crevice. <laughs> That's right. Every nook and or cranny. It's the, only, it's the only way to be safe. Yeah. Michael, I'm assuming you do the same. Yeah, I, I do the same. <laughs> <laughs> you check every nook and cranny of police officers who want to enter your establishment. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was probably a good thing they didn't show their face because they had ski masks on for some reason. Oh, shit. And uh, so, yeah, fake cops, they bust in, they're in ski masks. There's, you know, they're, they're like, oh, we're going to the ground, I got to open the safe, open the safe. And like, you hear them like talking to each other, like, oh, we said 15 minutes in and out, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Okay, these guys are fucking amateurs right off the bat. Right. <laughs> I've I've seen a number of heist movies in my day. <laughs> I never saw anybody in oceans doing a countdown. Yeah. Right. Unless it was to try and set off some explosives. Well, that's that's a very important countdown. <laughs> Wait, we have one of those in this movie? An explosion. No, no, we don't. That's right. Yeah, no, I, they don't have that, any that explosives. Was, that was another movie we watched. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hobbs and Shy, everybody. It's fantastic. Oh, the best romance movie of the year. <laughs> but uh, we get a little thing where he's like, tell us the codes that we get in the safe. Or, you know, shut the system down. Shut the security system down. And he's like, uh, 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 four, four, seven, six, five, or something like that. 
And like, oh, really? Is that what it is? And he goes over and puts in the correct code. And he's like, huh, weird. I knew this the whole time. Now tell me what the fuck I want or I'm going to kill you and everybody in the house. And blah, oh, blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. So Cage gives him the uh, the code that acts like it's the real alarm code, but actually just calls the cops. Yeah, but but he knows better. And he tells him that. And it's like, oh, okay, so you work for the security company. All right. Boom. We got that done. Dang. Now, because I'm smart, I know they're going to have to kill us at the end of this thing. Oh, <laughs> shit. Now we're going to die. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I've written down, if it's really 15 minutes in and out, this is going to be a really short movie. Right? <laughs> Luckily, that's not the case. <laughs> um, so we go to the, the party that the, the daughter went to, and she's immediately getting hit on by this guy, what was his name, Matt or whatever? Or yes. Name? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you want, you want to do some blow up in my dad's room? My dad keeps blow, the, the antidote to anthrax, and like a hundred and like $250,000 in a safe. And he thinks I don't know the combination. Let's do the blow. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, and, and then of course, like after doing a little blow, he's like, Hey, I uh, I know you like me. Let's just uh, let's not oh, think no, about what might. I know have been. you just met me. Oh, but I know you like me. Yeah. So blow me in my dad's closet. <laughs> and so she immediately calls a taxi because she's a good girl. So uh, you guys have both done that to a, to a girl before, right? Cornered <laughs> Who her told your, you? Cornered you in your dad's office or your dad's closet and told her to blow you. Michael, Steve. No. Oops. No comment. Hot <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. My dad never had a closet. <laughs> yeah, right. He had a dresser drawer like every other man. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So basically, is a lot more threatening back at the house. Uh, Nicholas Cage is about to like uh, open up the the safe that has all these diamonds and stuff in it, but. He says, wait, so what's your plan? Like, what do you mean? Like, like who's going to cut the diamonds? Obviously, you got to take off the tracking numbers and, you know, mm-hmm. they'll easily be able to tra- trace it back to me, which will then trace it back to you. And, you know, obviously you'll be there because they'll have the number like, oh, these are stolen. Boom, you're you're snatched. Here, let me help you out. I'll just take a small percentage. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> like, he's just kind of hustling with them. Like, no, no, here, here's, here's the plan. Here's, we're going to get you rich. We're going to get me a little something and the family's going to be safe. It's going to be great. Everybody wins. But of course they're not uh, they're not dealing with that. Um, so then they're like, all right, well he's got some cash on him too. It's like, oh, okay. How how long have they been following him? And you got a couple flashbacks of him like, what is that, getting like a briefcase like in a parking lot or something like that? Briefcase full yeah, of cash something. and putting that away. And it's like, what? Okay, what what kind of stuff is Nick Cage into? Is it really the diamonds or? Yeah, is he a drug dealer? <laughs> like, what's going on? It's the stuff from the movie Eight Millimeter he's dealing out, or yeah, good old smut <laughs> <Yeah>. films. <laughs> when are we doing Eight Millimeter? Okay, um... <laughs> ooh, movies named after Guns Month. Ooh, movies named after uh, <laughs> different like types of film month. Yeah, because there's Eight Millimeter. I think there's a Sixteen Millimeter. Super Eight. They're super eight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then uh, it's at this point, Nicole Kidman recognizes one of the uh, one of the robbers. There's there's four robbers. Um, uh-huh. I didn't get all their names, but there there's Elias, who's the, the main one. Mm-hmm. Budget still... Thomas Hayden Church, as I call him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. <laughs> yeah, especially with the mustache. That was <laughs> his, his, mus- his mustache in this movie was off putting. I was like, is that Ben Mendelsohn? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Huh. Yes, and then uh, his little brother. His little brother, I've just written down his kid, because I don't remember his name being said. I don't remember, but yeah, they just kept calling him the kid. Uh, there's the co-core. Yeah, the co-core. Oh my god. Uh, I'm sorry, I, no, she's not a co-core, she's a meth whore. Yeah, I, I have her just written down as girl, but yeah. Meth chick. Yeah, it's like, why is she in this thing? And then there's, uh, I, I have him down as Dash, because I know that's his real name, is Dash Mihawk, but... Just the kinda, big guy. Yeah, the big guy. The the big guy who seems to know what he's doing, but he's also like the I'll kill everyone in this fucking room, and, right? I, and, I, and I mean it, you know. <laughs> but uh, Elias is doing most of the talking. Um, but Nicole Kidman recognizes uh, the little brother, and she and then we get a little flashback of uh, apparently he's the one that like installed the security system. Yeah. Um, and that's all we know at this point. 
By the way, spoiler alert, there's going to be so many twists and turns and pointless comebouts in this movie. Oh. It's going to make you dizzy, especially towards the third act. <laughs> but um, I, this, So the, we're getting to the point part here where it's like, is this sort of like making fun of the genre because it's like every single trope of like the sort of like movie genre? Or is this a genuine attempt at a movie... <laughs> That somebody genuine, like, really honestly, genuinely thought, oh, nobody's ever going to guess it if, like, we do the classic twist, but then we twist on the twist. And then we just start twisting it like a damn pretzel. And then, right? and then a Twizzler. And, I don't know. <laughs> or just some Hollywood producers kid wrote the script and they're like, uh, we got to do this. Just well, please, producer. Well, that's just it. The the guy's has legitimate work. Like he he's doing the new Kingsman movie, and he did Oblivion, and yeah, he did like an entire season of Last yeah. Resort somehow. Um, <laughs> so, but so yeah, it's like supposed to be like a like a serious like uh, what is it like like the bank job or like a real heist movie. But there's just so much crazy shit that goes on in it uh, that we're about to step into. <laughs> That's out of the normal, too, for Nicolas Cage, because you always just see him doing normal films and not acting crazy at all. He's just a normal guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, on that note, we then cue the first Nicolas Cage freakout in this movie. <laughs> oh, one of many. Is it, all right, is it many Nicolas Cage freakouts, or is it one continuous freakout? I and then there's really only, like, like there's this one where he's like, what are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. You're not going to kill us. You need us. And, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, and it's like, uh, oh, okay. Uh, you're, you're trying to negotiate and you're like showing that you're as crazy as they are. Okay. I get it. But, uh, they were introduced to, uh, the, the paralytic MacGuffin, as I like to call it. Uh, babe, <laughs> what's, what's, what's in this syringe? Oh, um, well, the, the, the first time we're introduced to it, it just knocks you out. It's what they, they put in you on the operating table. So they, you know, what's happening. You're conscious, but you don't feel anything. Yeah. Nicholas Cage brought up like, well, you didn't, you didn't have anything to tie us up. You don't have anything like that. So you're just going to kill us. I know this. Well, like, oh, no, no. I got this syringe here with this yeah. stuff. That's, that's our handcuffs. We're just going to knock you out. Then we wake up in a couple hours be right as rain, we'll be gone. Oh, okay, cool. Then we get the the crack whore. Uh, she's going upstairs and like watching their home movies and trying on <laughs> Nicole Kidman's clothes and shit. It's like, why is she here? But why? Why is she a lookout? Because she's not looking they out. They can't leave her alone. She doesn't do well on oh, her god, own. Oh god, I was just gonna say that too. Fuck <laughs> that. Sorry, between worlds. Uh, check that. Check out that episode. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, apparently she doesn't do well alone either. And if she was left alone, spoiler alert, she'd burn their child and the <laughs> house to the ground. Apparently, yeah. she does freak out later when Nicole Kidman brings up, "Are you a mom? Oh, do god, you have yes. a child?" Oh my god, <laughs> the Nicolas Cage universe is coming yeah. together. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Time's up. Fifteen minutes have passed, uh, and the kid starts freaking out because yep. uh, the the big guy he like pulls the guy like, "Well, time's up. Now I got to clean up this fucking mess." And he's like, oh, "You said you wouldn't hurt her. You said you wouldn't hurt her." And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the 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 whole character of the kid, like the one thing in this movie that just really pisses me off, like every well, time, because apparently he's a psychotic. Well, we don't find that out until the end. He's just stupid up until then. It's true. He's just dumb. But, uh, yeah, so the kid starts freaking out. Uh, we find out he's the one that installed the security system back in the day. And then the uh, crack whore comes down wearing one of Nicole Kidman's purple dresses. And he's like, you can't wear that. You're not supposed to wear that. <laughs> yeah, we get a whole scene where, like, Elias has to, like, calm everybody down because, like, the brother's losing his shit and the crack whore is doing her crack whore things. Oh, sorry. And, uh, and then, uh, oh, Avery's back home from the party. Oh, shit. <coughs> run, run, Avery, run. run. Ah! And they're chasing her through the house and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, they, they get her. It's, it's as easy as that. <laughs> and then here, and then, uh, Elias tells the story of like, why, why he's robbing him. Why is he robbing him, Steve? He just needs a kidney for his mom. 
<laughs> and I ran down, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, that is the biggest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. But, uh, oh yeah, I think there's like another scuffle. And uh, Sarah, the wife, she takes the uh, the needle, the paralytic or whatever, and like holds Elias hostage with it. Yeah. And there's like a whole standoff. And, <laughs> and then nothing. Nothing becomes of it. Right back where we were. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff like this. Uh, but yeah. And now the daughter's there. Nicholas Cage is like, okay, okay, okay. I'll open the safe. I'll open the safe. And what's in the safe, babe? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but... Now what? Nicholas Cage starts explaining, yeah, everything I own is in this house. I'm like a billion dollars in debt because I live in a state... Uh, I mean, <laughs> I've been unemployed for a couple of months. I've just been lying to my wife and trying to hustle. Look, if if you need a kidney, here, take mine. Take mine. Uh, okay. <laughs> Clears off the table, throws Nicholas Cage on it, pulls out a knife. And psych. Nope. No, no kidney to be cut out on the table. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. Turns out, liar. I don't actually need a kidney for my mom. My mom was a fucking drunk. She died a while ago. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they start going through the house looking for some money. And then they find a picture of Sarah with this nice necklace with like a hundred diamonds or something on it. And they're like, all right, where's this thing? Uh, I borrowed it. <laughs> nope. No, not, not good enough. Tell us where it is or we start killing people. And eat. Oh, that's right. Uh, there was a, there, there was something about the lighter earlier where like Nicolas Cage gave was given the lighter by his wife or something. And so then when he and the daughter are like duct tape, like tied up, he's using that to like burn through the duct tape. Yeah. Which okay. I feel like only will result in you having burnt duct tape fuse to your skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, Michael, have you tried that before? I haven't been in the situation where that happened before. Oh, Oh, you never lived. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Somebody likes vanilla sex. <laughs> hey, watch it. Hey, hey. Sweetie, this is our guest. It's not like Brendan, where we can't constantly <laughs> berate him. So. Uh, but hey, we okay. So then, uh, while that while he's trying to melt through the duct tape, uh, the kid has uh, Sarah like off by by himself. Uh, oh, that's right. He's like asking her to like lead her through her closet or whatever to like get the jewelry or whatever oh because yeah they see the picture of her wearing the necklace and they're like bring us this necklace yeah yeah and then she starts like seducing them like hey i i, I know it's you but I, you know if you if you if you uh help my daughter go free then you know i'll do whatever you want blah 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 and then we start getting the flashbacks where it's like okay so so did they fuck then because before then it was just them like exchanging glances and all oh. that and it's like oh Okay, well, I, I I guess they had relations. Good for them. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. And Avery's with uh, the crack whore, mm-hmm. and they're looking for it too. And Avery, well, ori- no, the the crack whore starts sort of uh, Jones in, and Avery is like, yeah. "Oh, hey, are you okay? Shut up, bitch! You don't know anything about me." Well, it just seems like you're kind of coming down, and I know where my mom hides her Vicodin. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> show me where oh yeah and then uh the the big guy dash he steps in while kyle and elias are talking about greek meaning of the word diamond and it means unbreakable and i'm like this is fucking stupid move along guys let's go <laughs> no of course it means unbreakable that's what a diamond is <laughs> uh yeah. yeah but uh then the truth comes out about the kid and sarah they were lovers Bum, bum, bum. And there's like pictures of them like through the security system. Kissing and... in the hallway. Yeah. And then uh, Avery shows uh, Crack Horror where the Vicodin is. Yeah. And they're like, I don't think this is Vicodin. Wham! Yeah. <laughs> Slams her head in the wall and just starts running off. She sets off the alarm. Uh, you know, the, the security team or whatever starts calling. Oh, that's right. And then uh, the big guy, Dash and... Uh, Nicholas Cage are like wrestling and Dash is like gonna 
it, it like has him holding he's telling him like what do you think's in this needle this is stuff they use to execute people you know yeah. lethal injection you were gonna kill us the whole time Ooh. and then he jams the needle down oh shit right into his arm <laughs> And so dashes out. Yeah, he is. But they only used half the needle. Uh, so yeah, so he sticks himself the needle. And then, yeah, so the security team calls. And they're like, I need to talk to Kyle, Sarah, or Avery Miller. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, hold on, let me get Avery. Avery, come here. And they, like, bring Avery over. And they need to know the password. And Michael, what is the password? The password is... Diamond. Uh... Just shows his absolute obsession. I feel like one guess is all it would take for me to know that was the password was going to be. Is that going to be that or guest one? Right? Or password. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> admin one. <laughs> <laughs> or 4E5679 asterisk A7. No, no, no. If I know a Nick Cage movie, it's 80085. Boobs. <laughs> 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 or just boobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a little tussle, and uh, Kyle, Nicolas Cage, Kyle gets shot. Oh! And then... Is Kyle the kid? No, Kyle, Kyle's Nicolas oh, Cage. Oh, Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Elias starts talking about something. I don't know, I can't read my writing. <laughs> What does he start talking about? Oh, that, no, he starts telling stories. And yeah. I'm like, oh, we don't need a fucking story time in this movie. We have had enough story time. And he basically said, like, I'm going to tell you about a guy who got, who was really good at selling Coke. That's me. <laughs> and then I had 180 grand worth of Coke. And then I got jacked. And then I got in trouble with people because I owed a shit ton of money. I didn't have any money or Coke. And that's why I'm here. So, hey, guess what? If you don't give me my money... I'm going to have to take it out of whatever in this fucking house, or I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I sell your body to science. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And then, and then we also find out, like, as he's telling the story, that Kyle knew about the relationship between his wife and the kid the whole time. What? <laughs> okay, a little bit of a twist there. Um, and then we find out the kid takes medications for psychosis. What? <laughs> yep. Except for he replaced his candy with Tic Tacs. Yep. <laughs> so he's not been taking his medication for psychosis. Yep. And then, and then even though they got the password and all that, they still sent a security guy over to the house mm -hmm. to check it out. And so then it's like, uh, I don't know. I'd rather not. It's pretty late. And he's like, well, I really got to come in or I got to call the real cops. And it's like, oh, in that case, by all means, come to the front Please door. come in. Okay, okay, what do we need to do? Yeah, 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 you need to sign here, right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the kid shoots the rent-a-cop in the head. Boom. Dead. And then he just starts fucking tripping out. Oh no, you forgot the part where it's like, like, ugh, I, it sucks I had to do that. This guy covered my shift. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's Larry. He, he covered my shift tonight. Shit. Oh well. And then we get a another flashback when he starts tripping out and we find out, Oh, they didn't fuck because what? he, he came on to her and she's like, no, it, you're going to have to leave. Otherwise I'm going to call my husband. He's like, Hey, I know what you want, baby. Yeah. You know, he doesn't take care of you. Right. Uh, I can take care of you. Right. If, if you, if you save my daughter, I'll do anything you want. Burr past that part. No, this is the flashback. Oh, that's where, right. Where the she's flashback. like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. you need to leave the yeah, house. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pool. talk to your supervisor. You get out of my pool. You need to put your shirt on. Yeah. That whole, okay. The whole scene where he's like swimming in the pool and comes out thinking he's like Daniel Craig in uh, Casino Royale No, no, or no. He thinks he's Bo Derek. Yeah. Oh, in From Here to Eternity. You know it. Yeah. If only he had that hair. Yeah. yeah. Those dreads. But yeah. I, <laughs> yeah but yeah, that whole, that whole scene and he's like. Yeah, you know, I'm hot shit. You know, you want this. She's like, no, I'm, I'm good. You can I'm leave now. Married. Thank you. He seemed like a nice kid up until like 45 seconds ago. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and Kyle starts talking about the lethal injection plans. So everybody knows, like, oh yeah, we're gonna die the whole time. Uh, and then like, okay, we need the money. So where, where are we gonna go? And then Avery has the idea. Oh, I know this kid who wants to fuck me, and uh, he's got like 200 grand in his safe or whatever. 
I, I could just go back to this party and get it, probably. Insert Stanley Tucci, the core-esque freak out from one of the characters. So this is the plan now? This is just the plan? <laughs> <laughs> There's no money here, so we're going to follow her to plan B? <laughs> <laughs> Please look up Stanley Tucci, the core, and you will find just the freak out. It's fantastic. It's the best part of that movie. Possibly Stanley Tucci's finest performance. Uh, I don't know about that. The the core (laughs) is just a horrible movie from top to bottom. Plan B? We're just going to go with plan B? (laughs) There's one thing you forgot, like earlier in the film, they were... I think Nicole Kidman offered up her Porsche, and they're like, no, we're not going to take that. Why didn't they just get the Porsche? Isn't that worth because well, the Porsche is too easy to track. Yeah, yeah. All they have, like, as soon as they leave in the Porsche, all the family has to do is call and be like, "Yo, my Porsche just got stolen." Yeah, low jack. <laughs> they want the diamonds because they think they can sell them, and basically the thing is like, "Hey, Nick Cage, if you give us the diamonds, you can get covered by, and don't call the cops. You can get covered by the insurance. Just be like, oh shit." You know, I got robbed. Oh, who knew? And then they can have the diamonds and be gone. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, good point. So, so then plan B is uh, Avery and the crack whore, uh, they're going to get dressed up and get, you know, cl- clean up because they've been smacked around a little bit, I guess. Get cleaned up and go to this party and then they're going to get the money. I, I assume they're going to like seduce the kid, knock him the fuck out, grab mm-hmm. the cash and go. However, during the drive there, what happens, babe? <laughs> oh, well, the crack whore is like, so 200000 just because you're going to fuck some little kid. You think you're better than me, don't you? You just think you're better than me. Well, you're not. You don't know anything about me. Oh, my God. Why are you speeding up? Why are we heading towards Dead Man's Curve? What, did you just un- unbuckle my seatbelt? Oh, fuck! <laughs> By the way, not enough airbags going off in that car. <laughs> also, the, this is the most unbelievable part of this movie, that the airbags didn't go off and there's not OnStar. They're super yeah. fucking rich. They have OnStar in their fucking teenager's car. It's true. Yeah, it was a newer car, too. I was, like, trying to think, like, was yeah. it, like, an older Porsche or no, something? it was, like, like a brand new a thing, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a new one. Well, new 2009 or something. Yeah. <laughs> At the, the time of this movie, it was a brand new Porsche. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Krakor goes flying through the windshield, and, <laughs> and uh, she's dead. Uh, the girl's got a couple bumps, you know, whatever. She hit her head. Um... <laughs> And we go back to the house, and Elias and uh, Kyle are still having a little drama, and the, the, the kid, he's running around screaming some bullshit. And then, boop, Dash is alive, and he's ready to put people in an MMA chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> he does not react well to anesthesia. Yeah, so uh, was it Nicolas Cage or the kid that he was, like, choking out? He was choking out the kid at that point, I thought. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 because the kid was like, he's like choking him out, like, you dumb son of a yep, bitch, you right. fucked this all up. Because that's how come Elias has to shoot him, is because yeah. you, you can't attack my brother. That's right, yeah, because Elias shoots him, and I'm like, wait, why would he do that if it was Nicolas Cage? That's why, because it was the little brother. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, you can't attack my brother. You're like, you fucker, guess who set you up? Guess why you're in debt to the cartel? Your yep. brother turned you in yep. so you would have to come over here and see his girl. With his dying words, Dash fucks it all up yeah. even more. Yeah. <laughs> You sold your brother out for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, quick question: Would you sell out your brother for ten thousand dollars? I'd sell out your brother for ten thousand dollars. Well, well. I don't have a brother, so Michael. I have a brother, but I would definitely not do that. How about your sister? Would you sell her out for ten grand? Depends on how shitty she's been during the week. <laughs> there have been some weeks where I would sell her out for a taco. <laughs> you just like tacos, though. <laughs> 10,000 tacos. That would be difficult to resist. But $10,000 would be 20,000 tacos over at a Jack in the Box. So... Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> when I do the math. <laughs> when I do the math, that's like three weeks worth of tacos. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You know me so well. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. So back in this movie, uh, Elias just shot Dash to save his kid brother who's losing his shit. But then they realize, oh, shit, everyone's gone. (laughs) Where are our hostages? (laughs) 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 We're too busy handling our own drama. We forgot about the hostages. (laughs) And so then uh, they go running around and they find the the family basically over in uh, 
like like a, a wing of the house that's being built still. Like it's mm-hmm. all the you know the framework and the, the the tarps and all that fun stuff. And uh, Elias grabs Sarah, and that's right. There's a nail gun that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. No, no. I think this is when uh, Nicholas Cage like starts shooting the nail gun. No, nope, no, nope, that's later. This is the first one where uh, the daughter grabs. The girl grabs the nail gun and she goes to fire it. And Elias is like, for it to actually become a nail gun, you have to turn it on. Oh, yeah. It has to be like plugged in or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because she does that first. Because then uh, they have another scuffle. They get drunk back inside. They run back outside. That's when Nicolas Cage comes out. Turns it on. Yeah, that's right. Turns it on. Shoots Elias a little bit. Then they start tussling and fighting. And then they bang into a wall. And then out comes a shit ton of money out of the wall. Oh, shit. Also, the gun goes off, and Nick Cage gets shot in the gut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That happens, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, then Avery comes back, and she's got a gun because she killed the crack whore or whatever. She, yeah. like, walked back to the house. And then the the kid kills his brother, Elias. <laughs> what? Oh, because he was, oh, that's right, because he was about to shoot Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. and then the brother shoots him. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah, this, this is where, like, all the twists and decisions made in this movie just get really fucking stupid. Yeah, like, come on, Nicole Kidman, we're going to run off together. Yeah. I love you so much. Oh, that's right, and he's, like, the whole family, like, pinned down, he's got the gun or whatever, mm-hmm. but then he's, like, trying to, like, put the cash into a bag or whatever, like... Yeah, like, but they've, they've knocked on. over the generator in the scuffle, and there's, uh, yeah. gasoline pouring everywhere. If only they had something to ignite that gasoline with. Oh, wait, this is a Nicolas Cage movie, so it's got to involve <laughs> fire, and he's got the lighter, baby. Oh, shit! <laughs> and he just goes, run! Nicole yeah. Kidman's like, what? Why? Oh, fuck! <laughs> Oh, that's right. And then, uh, and then, like the guy's like, "Oh, what are you doing? You're gonna burn all the money!" Blah blah blah. And then uh, Kyle uh, Nicholas Cage grabs the nail gun yep. and nails his foot to the ground. Yeah. The kid's foot to the ground. He's like, "Oh, fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> and so then the fire starts burning all the money and burning around the kid. Oh no! Yeah, there's the whole thing where she's like, "No, give me the gun. We can, we can still run away. I can pull those things out of your foot, and we can still run with the money." And he's like, "Oh, really? You think I'd fall for that?" And like pulls her in, and so then Kyle uh, grabs the nail gun again, starts shooting him in the neck. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, because he's like got her in like a chokehold. Yeah. I'm like, and that because we were discussing <laughs> yeah. nail guns don't exactly have a sight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Nicole Kidman caught a couple of those, I'm sure. For sure. That's why yeah. she's screaming. Yeah, she's like, oh, fuck, oh, 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 God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> damn it, Kyle. Uh, but the kid gets in the neck and he's already on fire, so then he burns to a nice moldery ash. Along he with... does like the worst scream ever, too. It's just like, ah. Oh! Oh! your balls off if you got got lit on fire. <laughs> All right, how, how would you sound if you were on fire? I'm on fire. This sucks. Bad <laughs> <laughs> boy is on fire. <laughs> I think we've mentioned on this podcast before. I'd be no, 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 no. <laughs> I believe I would be. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what's that smell? Oh no, it's me. <laughs> Yeah, so the kid dies. Um, the whole family, they're out there on the front lawn. They, <laughs> uh, like, Nicolas Cage is, like, bleeding from his gut. Like, he is <laughs> not long for this world. Um, but you hear, like, the cop cars and stuff, like, pulling up and all that. And it rolls to credits. And I have, at this moment, the thought, wait, are they still locked out? <laughs> right. How, how is he going to let them in? <laughs> the house is on fire. I don't know. I guess the cops just have to wait outside. Oh, no. The cops should have, like, an override coat or something. Yeah, or, like, drive a fire truck through the gate or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they can do it. But, still, roll credits. Roll credits. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the movie (laughs) Trespass. Michael, would you recommend this movie? Um, I'm gonna have to say no on that. (laughs) This movie was trashed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so you would you would uh recommend the 1992 trespass movie instead of this one? Oh yeah and i i don't even remember if that was a good film or not it has to be much better if it has ice tea and ice cube and yeah, Paxton. Paxton. yeah. yeah just, just put those three in a room and let the cameras roll <laughs> babe how about you 
Yes, because I enjoy Nicolas Cage's performance in this. Not necessarily because it's great, but it's really... I like his character in this in the same way I like um, Death Becomes Her. Um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh, okay. It's great to see see actors play against type, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, and yeah, you got the glasses, play. the suspenders. Yeah, and he's and, just yeah, kind yeah. of a weenie. He's getting his ass kicked all the time. That is so not Nick Cage. That is the opposite of Drive Angry. <laughs> yeah, that's true oh my god drive angry love that movie yeah so i i would say yes if you just enjoy nicholas cage you want to see him sort of play against type yeah it's not the the greatest nicholas cage performance being the world's greatest actor sometimes you try different things and it doesn't yeah. quite work out it's but good to see him get out of his regular role yeah 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 it's a different one yeah oh yeah we're gonna take a quick commercial break and when we come back we have more beer what Fun facts <gasps> and what we learned from Trespass. So, end of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have fun facts. Ah, fun facts. Hey, everybody. You like listening to podcasts, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, you can listen to everything I learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts. And the whole time you're earning pod coins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with a special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 pod coins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listing now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app. Use the code STEVEIZZY, and you're already 300 pod coins ahead of the game and using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. He left his home in America to the streets of Hong Kong and conquered all challengers at Kumite. Then he mastered cybernetic robotics on himself. These make me more powerful, more faster. He was also named world's greatest lover seven years in a row before retiring, then devised a simple cocktail that cured cancer. The secret is the right mix of Brennevin, coconut water, and blue carousel. He was revered as a god, and every earthly desire was bestowed upon the champion. President Dukes, your hot tub is prepared for your state of the world address. We have found technology that gave us limitless energy from our sense of self-worth. World peace by all major religion now worshipping Amazon Prime and its incredible offerings and benefits and cured world hunger by making insect protein taste like bacon and eggs. Everything is incredible. But now one challenger has appeared to destroy everything himself. I have come from the future to end yours. My god, he's your exact double, but twice the size. And who knows how much stronger. Is that a rocket in his pants or some sort of ICBM defense system? Jesus, Harold and Kumar Christ. Even his splits can do splits. There's simply no defense against that. Mr. President, we must negotiate a treaty with you from the future. No, no treaty, no retreat, no surrender. I'm gonna kick that Samaba bitch ass so hot that the next me wannabe is gonna feel it. Wait, is that right? Whoopa! Whoopa! This is the most incredible final fight ever! What? Now they're going through the walls and are fighting in the streets! Ooh, that Ford Transit just got crushed and split in half. That's some serious Van Damage. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. In his Academy Award nominated role. 
based on about as true a story as Bloodsport was. You can never beat me. Ha! You're wrong. I beat myself twice a day. Double dudes. Do not get the Paps Blue Ribbon hard coffee. It sucks. I did not oh, buy it. Oh, what? <laughs> That's a thing? Why Why would you do that to yourself? Michael, uh, we My love brother you, gave please. it to me. It was free, so I figured I'd try it. I didn't really go buy some craft beer this weekend since I have my daughter, so. Uh, uh, gotta be responsible. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They get better every week! Every week! Ah! Alright, babe, what, uh, what do you have to quench our thirst? Ah, we have, in honor of all the drugs done in this movie, <laughs> you went to Brewing's Doobie! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imperial Black IPA. Ale brewed with hemp seeds. 9.3% alcohol by volume. Now we're talking. Yeah, Ignited. You into brewing company? Salt Lake City, Utah. Goes well with anywhere. Alright. <laughs> so yeah, this is in a regular can, so I'm going to pop my top. Ah! My top. Ooh. I guess this is a really pretty can. It's like a dark teal with uh, orange and black, and it's really, it's got a nice constellation of the Big Dipper. I am impressed with the design. Yeah. It's got a little uh, compass around the top. Yeah. So the pour. Ooh, this is a nice, nice dark, rich brown. It's got a dark khaki colored head with lots of tiny bubbles. Ooh, it smells hoppy. It smells like an IPA right oh, off wow. the top. Yeah. Lots of piney notes. Definitely get some cop. Ooh. Yeah, you get the piney notes followed by the coffee. It, oh, wow, this yeah. smells like making coffee while you're camping. Yeah, yeah, nice and smoky. <laughs> like when you wake up and, yeah, somebody's got the fire going and they got the coffee pot on there. It's a little smoky, a little roasty, a little piney. Yeah, so it's nice and rich. But yeah. but it's also, like, light. Like, it's not, like, sometimes you get, like, the High Point beers and the Imperial Stouts and stuff. And it's kind of <laughs> and they taste like booze. Yeah, well, yeah. But this is actually, like, pretty light. I gotta say, it's got some gorgeous ruby highlights. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good-looking beer, good-tasting beer. It's like drinking a s'more. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, I heard rumors that there might be some fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Oh, babe, I have some fun facts about this movie. <laughs> Are they the funnest facts that ever facted in the history of facting? Yeah. <laughs> All right. First off, the Rotten Tomato score. Uh, what do you think it was with the critics? Hmm. I feel like uh, the critics... Might be a little Nick Caged out. So I'm going to say they probably went like 40. How about you, Michael? I'm going to say 27. Ooh. You both are way too high. It is 10%. I was going to say tomatoes. 7. <laughs> but audience scores, what do you think? Ooh. You know what? I like to believe that the audience loves Nick Cage, and I'm always wrong. 80%. Michael? I'm going to say 65%. 22%. Oh, bummer. <laughs> A lot of people did not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them. Yeah, Aww. well, all right. Here's another really fun fact. $35 million budget. What? That's not the fun fact, though. What do you think the worldwide gross of this movie was? $72. <laughs> Michael? Um, I will say $3 million. <sighs> Izzy is actually closer. It is. <laughs> wait, wait. $24,094 worldwide gross. No joke. Oh, that is less than 0.1% of the budget. Well, to be fair, they didn't advertise this at all. Who heard of who's heard or heard of this movie? Oh, it, it was Joel Schumacher film. Like it was on TV. I remember that. But it was pulled from theaters after only 10 days. Oh, shit. Because nobody watched it opening weekend. Well, you know, apparently 2,000 people, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All of the Coppolas, I'm guessing. <laughs> Every Coppola, including the ones that just married in. All right. In fact, this film broke the fastest ever from theaters to home video record 
previously held by 2003's From Justin to Kelly. That film took 29 days to get to DVD. (laughs) Trespass made it in only 18. Oh, Oh, that's a shame. So in less than three weeks, it went from, all right, I'm going to have this big blockbuster movie with two Academy Award winning actors. Oh, my God. This Ben Mendelsohn guy, he could be on huge things in a few years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Opening weekend wasn't too good. <laughs> Three people what? watched it. It's getting pulled. It's already on DVD, but it's but it's still, like, August. <laughs> Direct to Netflix. <laughs> Is that even a thing yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> like three weeks, jeez. Damn. Here we are. Here's another one. Uh, production was disrupted in August of 2010 when it was reported that Nicolas Cage had abandoned the project as he had allegedly insisted on switching roles from Kidman's husband to the kidnapper. The role was then offered to Liev Shriver. <gasps> However, the following day, Nicolas Cage resumed his role as the husband. How would this movie have been if Nicolas Cage played the role of Elias and Liev Shriver was the dad? That would have been a very different movie. Do you think it would have made $25,000 in theaters? Yep. Maybe. Would you guys consider watching this movie again if that were the case? I don't know why I like it this way. (laughs) Michael, it's up to you. You're the one who does not want to watch this movie again. I wonder if he played the kid if it would have been different because i could see like nick cage going crazy with uh like having the tic tacs instead of the drugs he's supposed to take or he could have played the crack whore that would have been even better (laughs) he comes down in the purple dress (laughs) (laughs) no you don't wear that that's for her (laughs) yeah uh but ladies and gentlemen what did we learn from Trespass? Michael, since you're our guest, would you like to go first? Uh, sure. Um, what I learned from the film is if if cops go asking around and saying, hey, can we come in the house? There's been a search of robberies. Um, do some research. Call your police department. See if that's actually true. And you know, if it seems kind of false, don't let them in or else you're going to get your shit robbed. Yeah, that's just a good public service announcement, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's just good advice. How about you, babe? I learned that men who have their own walk-in closets keep cocaine in there. Damn it, you took mine. (laughs) Well, I learned if you're going to have a cocaine closet with 100 grand or whatever in it, make sure your rat-ass kids don't know the combination. You know what I learned from this? Don't have kids. They're little shits. (laughs) (laughs) Avery was pretty good. She was a little shit. I guess she did break out of the house. Oh, and then she wrecked the car. And then, and then, uh, pretty sure she killed somebody, babe, or a couple she, people actually. Yeah. She's the best kid in this movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just say no to kids. Just say no to babies. <laughs> um, I also learned don't invite a crack whore on your robbery. Oh Jesus Christ! That that has never worked out. I can't think of one instance where. I mean, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they never watched Pulp that, Fiction. That was just robbing a restaurant. <laughs> uh, but, Michael, thank you for joining us. Um, is there anything you would like to promote here on our podcast and our dozens of listeners? Um, well, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm at Michael Bagford. That's all one. And uh, I usually do a thing called it's the Rock Solid Album a Day, where I post the album that I listen to for the day. And I just kind of give my thoughts on it. and. I also talk with other podcasts and just post stuff, and that's about it. And I just appear on other podcasts, too, occasionally. Yeah, freelance mystifier. Woo! Excellent. He's the mirror who holds up our reflections to ourselves. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Babe, anything you'd like to promote on this podcast? Nope. Oh, wait! (laughs) I lied! Yes, so hopefully by the time this... What is this podcast, Yari? Like next week? Nine days from now. Okay, yeah. 
So by the time this podcast airs, I will have my shop back up and running because I found my product in all the boxes. So if you go to untidyvenus.etsy.com, I'm going to be having a huge sale. It's going to be fantastic. I have all kinds of new products in there. I've got my Movie Monsters Who Love Kittens prints. I have all kinds of just kitty prints in general. I painted every single AKC dog breed and I printed it out on a large print slash tiny poster. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun stuff. We have the original Robo Panda enamel pin designed by the Stephen Kondrick. That's we have me! All kinds of paracords. Steve does paracord stuff made to order. He does dog leashes, survival bracelets, all kinds of fun stuff. It's phenomenal. There's all kinds of great stuff. If you're looking for something like t shirts or mugs, I have everything at Untidy Venus on T Public or Izzy Creates, all one word, on Redbubble. And of course, you can follow us at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies, movies. Uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and of course, we're brought to you by Frankie and Murr for the finest <laughs> essential oils and aromatherapy products. Just use the special code UNTIDY at checkout to save 15% on your order. Shipping is free on orders over $35. <gasps> so there you yeah. go. And you help us out, which is kind of its own payment, too. Helps us keep the lights on here. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Mike. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.